630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. After the first period, Hurricanes already up 5-1 on the Bruins. In the second period, Islanders and Flyers 1-1. Sabres leading the Senators 1-0. And after the first, the Jets lead the Capitals 2-1. Kyle Connor with his 21st of the season. Ovechkin with his 27th. One of the games coming up later, Panthers at Flames. Yeah, you know how it's been going. Florida 8-0-1 in their last nine. Calgary 2-8-1 in their last 11. And then on Thursday, the Panthers are here to play the Oilers. Furnace Family Oilers Hockey, 5-30 face-off show game at 7 o'clock. And, of course, a tough go for the Oilers, 2-10-2 in their last 14. Well, the Oilers practice today, yada, yada, yada. The real story that a lot of you are talking about came out after practice. And, uh, look, I, on this show, we always play uh, the, the uh, clips from the people who spoke after practice. Now, usually the way I do this is I, I don't play the entire Q&A with these various members of the media. I pick what I think are the most relevant clips and the most relevant storylines, and I set those up, usually without the reporter's question being included, because I just want to get to the point, and I know you want to hear from the players and the coaches. But today I'm going to do things a little different. I'm going to play some, some straight through uh, a chunk of raw, unedited audio from uh, today's media availability. Here we go. Did you think over the last two years you've been second in your division and you showed a lot of maturity, but now you've lost six in a row twice. Did you think your team was past that, of not getting into these long losing streaks? Sure, yeah. Um, Lots of reasons for why the Oilers are playing the way they are in terms of winning and losing. What do you think is the number one reason for the losses now is there is there one thing that you in your own mind you're saying we got to get better at that yeah we we have to get better at everything would you like to expand on that no you can do that you know everything why are you so pissy leon Hmm? why are you so pissy i'm not i'm just answering you yeah you are whenever i ask you a question i gave you an answer not very good one okay I have one more for you. Leon, you show your frustration on the ice last game against Ottawa. Is that a good thing when you show it so the other team knows you're frustrated? Yeah, it's a great thing for sure. All right, so that was Leon Dreisaitl with Jim Matheson from Post Media from earlier today. And uh, Jim Matheson has been kind enough to join me on the uh, show tonight. Jim, what's going on? You're supposed to tell the stories. You're not supposed to be the stories. What ha- What's happened? Well, I don't want to be the story, and when I write my story tomorrow, I will not be the story either. I will just say that Leon wasn't very illuminating with his answers. So right. I don't know. I have no idea. I uh, I asked the questions, and Leon was not very forthcoming. So um, I don't know. I, I, You know, sometimes I wish when the players, when the team was playing poorly, before they have these media avails, one of the, you would like one of the veteran players to come and say, before we answer questions, I have a prepared statement. What you want them to say is, I'm sick 
like that old old Peter Finch line in the movie Network, where his character Howard Beale says, "I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore." What you want is the, one of the players to say, "We're playing awful. We got to get out of this, and we will get out of this." And uh, you know, we're tired of it. You know, and then okay, now fire away, ask your questions. But that that doesn't happen. So, and I don't know if it's going to happen. But I have no idea what. I must have done something to Leon over the years that uh, that uh, he doesn't like, but we have not sat down to discuss that. Uh, things aren't the way they used to be, and I hate to go back to the old days, but if I, if I was having a disagreement with a player, you could sit beside him in the dressing room and say, you know, have I done something to upset you? Tell me what it is, and if... if I can try to make it better if I, you know, if it's something I said or did, and you know, if you know, injured you, you know, and you don't like it, great, and I'll apologize for sure. And I've I've written some things over the years on a on a game story where you know you you tossed off some gratuitous shot which seemed like it was a cheap shot at a player and then you go to bed at night and you sleep it and you toss and turn and you get up in the morning and says ah it wasn't very nice of me and then the next day at practice you go up to the player and say I'm sorry uh, that wasn't a very nice thing to say and then you could you know apologize and, and go on from there but uh, that's not the way it works now in today's NHL as you all know Reed because with COVID you don't get into the dressing room so you can't sit beside a player and, and say look have I done something to upset you you know, uh, I, I played that audio there. Uh, you're, I know you're probably tired of hearing it, but what, as that exchange sort of started and escalated, can you can you share what you were thinking? Uh, I thought I asked a, a couple of softball questions to start with. One was, you know, I know you're frustrated. Are you angry as well? And, you know, I didn't get a great response with that one. And then, you know, like I said, I asked the question about there's lots of things that, you know, lots of issues with the orders when you're you're losing, and we've all thrown them out there from the goaltending to the penalty kill to giving up the first goal in so many games. And, you know, was there one thing that, you know, stuck out in his mind that had to get better, which I thought was a normal question, you know, like... Darnell Nurse answered the question later. He says, "You know, we've got to get our goals against down. We got to. You can't win. We've given up as many as we're given up. So, but Darnell, but Leon didn't want to answer the question. So, he just said everything. So, okay. So I thought it was just a normal. You know, we'd like to expand on that. So, and he said no. Okay, and that's when I said, look, I'm not. I'm getting one-word answers with both of these. So, you know. So would you be? Would you be open to, or maybe this discussion, maybe the wheels are in motion. I honestly don't know. Would you be open to sitting down with Leon for ten minutes and say, "Look, we gotta we gotta iron this out because we can't be snapping at each other for the next X number of years." If, would you have that conversation with Drysdale? Sure, I, I, I uh, sure. I have no problem with that. You know, like I said, I don't know what I've done. You know, obviously something I've written or said or something has ticked them off um but i have no idea what that is so now when i do interview them or do talk to them in these situations it's it's not the most pleasant situation to be honest so if if you could do this again jim uh if you could do this again would you pull the punch on the pissy comment perhaps and use go a different direction there i would not 
because okay. if he says, you know all the answers to the questions, if I then just hang my head and say, okay, thank you, I'll walk away, then I'm a wimp, you know. So then I got mad and said, you're, you know, you're pissy all the time. So if I walk away and just take what he said, you know, then I don't look very good. So I was just standing up for myself. What I, I wanted one more question, but then the orders, you know, hustled Leon away and the interview was over. What I would have said is, look, Leon, I don't know all the answers to the questions. That's why I'm asking you. You know, so, but I didn't get a chance to answer, ask that question. So it's not a good, you know what? It's not good. I, you know, I pushed the issue with the, with the, you know, getting frustrated on the ice and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, if anybody's watched Leon play, he does get frustrated when things aren't going well. And and it's fine that, you know, show your emotions and, and Leon tends to wear his on his sleeve. And that's that's good. But I've also seen over the years, and I think he's getting much better than he was a couple of years ago when he was younger, that, you know, you know, if the opposing team is watching that, they, they're thinking, okay, he's getting frustrated here. So it's, I don't think it's a great look. But, you know, that's just my opinion. But, you know, Leon didn't want to answer that question. So that's just my opinion. So, you know, just trying to ask, ask the questions. And over the years, like I said, I've covered the team for 40, and I've, I've said some things. I remember Glenn Saylor yelling at me once, and rightfully so, because I happened to say that he lived over by the Storyland Valley Zoo, and, and you know the team was going on the road, and he yelled at me the next morning. and said, don't ever do that again. I don't want people knowing where I live when I'm going out of town for my wife's fans' sake. And I, and I thought to myself, that was a stupid thing I did, and I apologized. And, and we were fine after that, you know, and I, I didn't do it again. So and I've also had players yell at me for something I wrote, and then we sat down and it was fine after that. So it's not supposed to be an adversarial relationship between the media and the players. It's not supposed to be. Um, I don't, I, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. I think I'm, you know, I'm think I'm very fair at what I do. You know, I can think of, you know, other people in the profession that are harder on players than than I am. I think I'm pretty fair. So like I said, it must have done something that Leon didn't like, but his answers to the questions are are short and dismissive in my eyes. So that's uh, why I got my backup. All right. Well, Jim, we appreciate you coming on the show. I, I know it's been uh, a, a tough day for you, but I, I, I do appreciate you recognizing that, uh, uh, you know, it is a story, and we got to talk about it on radio shows like this. So thank you for chiming in tonight, and I'll see you at the rink tomorrow. Okay, thank you, Reid. Appreciate, always appreciate talking to you. All right, that is Jim Matheson from uh, Post Media. As he mentioned, been covering the Oilers for 40 years, uh, just taking you into the uh, back and forth today with uh, with Leon Dreisaitl. And, uh, yes, I was there, and I witnessed it. And when it, as I said to Jim, when it escalates like that, I'm, I'm certainly a little taken aback and thinking, like, is this is this really happening? Uh, I have some perspective on this, both on the Jim and Leon relationship and on the things that happen when, uh, when you're covering teams and athletes, because I have certainly had things happen to me. And I will share some of those as we go along as well. But first, we'll take a quick timeout. It's 6.18 on Inside Sports. 
a time. What a time indeed. By the way, I did uh, ask the Edmonton Oilers if Leon Dreisaitl would come on the show now at uh, 20 after 6. I informed them that uh, Jim was willing to come on the show to talk about today. And uh, the Oilers politely declined the request, saying that uh, they don't feel Leon needs to uh, talk about the incident anymore. So uh, that's that. Obviously, when something like that happens, I'm going to try to get both sides on. I thought perhaps, uh, you know, hours later, maybe things would have calmed down and uh, there might be some perspective. Jim gave you his. I would have been happy to uh, offer Leon Dreisaitl's, but uh, he was uh, not made available for Inside Sports. In fact, Leon has never been on Inside Sports over the years. One of the few uh, Oilers players that has uh, never been live on the show or one-on-one on the show. Uh, Anyway, that's just a bit of an aside. So, you know, would have liked to have uh, both sides of the story with a little bit of a uh, opportunity to uh, perhaps uh, have a more on the rails conversation about what happened again, not with each other. I wasn't going to bait them and put them on with each other, but uh, you know, uh, the order said, no, uh, Leon's not available. I realized Leon did speak today, obviously at the podium. Uh, Brendan Perlini did yesterday. I mean, Brendan Perlini spoke at the podium and then also was inside, on inside sports. So it's not un- impossible that a player could do, uh, two media commitments in a day, but they uh, they decided that wasn't going to be an opportunity for Leon Dreisaitl today. Look, first of all, uh, conflict happens. Friction is is normal and maybe sometimes even healthy. Uh, I, I guess there are certain professions where your your friction or your your tough moments might be more public than in others. That's just how it goes. Um, you know, I, I've certainly had, I mean, I've been in broadcast when I'm at, in March, I'm going to be at 22 years. And most of that has been covering sports either here in Edmonton or in Lloyd Minster. I remember in, in Lloyd Minster, one of the years, the, uh, I believe they'd already become the bot, the Bobcats, the AJHL team. When I first got there, they were the Blazers. Then they changed their name to the Bobcats. So they weren't very good. Most of the time I was out there and, uh, they were, they were having another miserable year. But the thing is with the AJHL, Every team in the division, so in the North Division, made the playoffs except for the last place team. So, like, as long as you weren't the last place team, you at least got in. You at least got into the playoffs. So the Bobcats were in a quote-unquote playoff race. And, uh, like, talk about turtle derbies. This was crawling to the finish line. I believe it was with the Sherwood Park Crusaders. Like, both teams were terrible. I think by the end of the year, out of 60 games or 64 games, one team won 17 and one team won 16. Like, just both were terrible. And they're, like, the whole time they're within one, two, three points of each other in the standings. And, like, if one team could have won two games in a row or two out of three, they would have got in. But it's just loss after loss. Oh, Sherwood Park lost on Tuesday. There's an opportunity for the Bobcats on Wednesday. No, they're still lost. So, of course, you know, I'm covering this team on a daily basis. And, you know, like, they're obviously not good enough, but they still got a chance to get into the playoffs. So, you know, you're coming up with stories or asking questions, asking the coach about the struggles. And and the coach was a fairly... um, I generally got along with him uh, professionally, I would say. Um, But he could be, uh, you know, he could be sharp for sure. So one day, like they lose another game and now the playoffs are slipping away. Like they lose another game. And I'm down there in the, in the tunnel after the game with my camera guy from the TV station. And I'm just thinking to myself, what am I going to ask today? Like, it's another game they're, you know, they're not, they're not good enough. You know, I, are, are they playing for this coach? Like what, you know, it's another bad year. So 
I ask a couple questions. I think there might have been the guy from the newspaper there. So I ask a couple questions. Finally, I'm like, I need, like, what am I going to get him to say that he has not already said? So I said to this coach, I said, I said, hey, no, I didn't say hey. I said his name, and I said, are you going to make the playoffs? Just, I just flatly asked, like, you think you can actually get in? And he looks at me, and he goes, how, how do I know? That's a stupid blanking question. But he didn't say blanking. You know what he said. So that happened. He didn't like the question. He dropped an F-bomb on me. Basically told me to get lost. Now, that wasn't live on the on the radio or on a live stream. If it would have been, maybe it would have blown up for a couple of days. So things like that do happen. Things like that do happen. It is not unusual. And uh, I'll talk more about things that have happened to me. And I want to give you more perspective into uh, Leon Dreisaitl and Jim Matheson as well as we roll along. We'll also check in with Cam Moon, Oil Kings, loading up, and they got a game tonight. It's in the next half hour, Inside Sports on Chet. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.